Good afternoon. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. My guest today is Chris Delgado, and um, she is a teacher, she's a coach, and she empowers people to find love, to love themselves, and live a more fulfilled life. And today she's here to tell us what bullshit she said goodbye to in order to rise up to love. That's her, I love that, rise up to love. And um, talk about how she transformed her life. So welcome, Chris. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so tell us, what bullshit did you say goodbye to? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's Let's such just a jump big right in there. <laughs> that's such a big question. Um a lot, a lot yeah. of bullshit. Um you know, I think probably the biggest thing for me was leaving like all of my self-limiting beliefs behind. You know, mm -hmm. we all have self-limiting beliefs and I didn't know that was even a thing until you know i realized that it was a thing but that in itself and learning that you know we as human beings do things for for only several reasons you know and like out of a survival yeah. once i realized that and had had you know the knowledge or the awareness of that i could leave so much of that bs mm -hmm. <laughs> behind you know and start actually noticing why i do the things that i do when I don't want to do certain things and, you know, all of that stuff. And it really gave me a lot of freedom once I could see that I was in my own way. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah, it's perfect. In fact, that's um, one of the things I always say, throw out the, I have to, I should, I need to. And once you get rid of that rule book that we've uh, been playing with and, see yourself clearly and see, okay, now I get to choose. Yeah. Now that I get to choose and I don't have to play by anybody's rule book, what do I really want? Things, the space does open up. And yeah. um, so what would you say the challenges for people that are trying to uh, love themselves because I get asked this question a lot from clients as well as um, people that watch the shows and everything that you know is it really possible the, to be to love yourself fully or is it really possible to be a happy have a happy life fulfilled life I'm like yes it is absolutely, you know? absolutely. I'm living proof Chris is living proof and a um, lot of other people so what would you say the challenge that you've seen for yourself or for the people that come to you, what, what's the biggest challenge to loving yourself yeah. and saying goodbye to this rule book? <laughs> I think the biggest challenge is just not even recognizing that there is a different way. You know, mm -hmm. again, you know, we grow up in a certain atmosphere or, you know, a certain context or environment. And when we, start to play around and start to notice like, hey, wait a second, this, I don't really want to do this. Maybe I want to do this, or I don't want to live here. Maybe I want to live there. I want to go to school here, whatever. Once we start recognizing that there's some stuff outside of our initial bubble, the challenge is 
that a lot of people in your immediate circle want to keep you in that bubble. <laughs> yes. So I think one of the biggest challenges is, you know, to have the courage to say, hey, this isn't about you. I love you. I'm going to I'm going to come back to the bubble, but I get to go explore what I want and I get to go find out who I am as a human being. And me wanting to explore that has really doesn't have anything to do with you. And I don't want you to take it personally because I want to go and maybe explore some other areas. So I think the biggest, one of the biggest challenges is really breaking free from the environment that you either grew up in or built yourself and didn't realize you were building it. Yes, I love that. The yeah. courage to get out of your bubble. Yeah. And um, I talk about that with the clients, um, sort of give them a heads up when they start uh, this process of healing and letting go is that be ready because I think that's the fear of that, okay, I'm going to be lonely, you know, out yeah. of the fear of loneliness, you're not going to have people, yeah. you're not going to have things, people there to support you when you need it. So that fear keeps you in that bubble, fear of losing people and being alone. Yeah. And um, it is, I tell them it's a possibility, but it's not really losing people. You sort of, first of all, you're gaining yourself. <laughs> And you're opening up to, you know, new possibilities, new people coming to your yeah, life, new relationships. Absolutely. So yeah. um, I like that courage to come out of your bubble. Um, yeah. There's and, so much. It's so layered, you know, the, you know, so having the courage to do that, having the willingness to go for something or try something new and you know, and fail at it and then come back and, and kind of regroup, you know, and, and again, you know, I think that, uh, as a human being, we, we want to survive mm -hmm. and we want comfort mm -hmm. and we want to be like in control of our environment. So, you know, when people grow up or they want to go explore certain things, the people that are in their environment they also want to be comfortable and they want to be in control so you leaving threatens their safety or is what unconsciously is happening you know so to be able to communicate with them and say like i want to go take a course or i want to go explore this place on vacation or i want to you know go do this doesn't mean that i am leaving you and a lot of people think like, oh, you're going to vibrate out of my space or you're going to grow and then I'm going to be stuck. And so I think, you know, a lot of it has to do with communication, too, to just simply be be aware of what's happening in, in your space so that you can communicate with the people around you again so that they don't take it personally. But knowing and having the awareness that, hey, I'm going to I'm going to go over here and do some stuff. You can join me. I'm not trying to, like, vibrate out of your space. I just want to grow and expand you're more than welcome to come with me because people think that, that that's a threat. Like you're going to do something now and I don't know it, which means I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I also do see sometimes that that vibration when you, it might happen naturally that you do separate. So yeah. communication, it's key and showing them the way that they have that right as well, that they can yeah. do it. They have that power within themselves. 
And again, when you, you're right, when you start communicating that way too, and if they start to shift and rise as well, their vibration, yeah. then, you know, yeah, you, you'll flow and move together. Yeah. So tell us more about Rise Up to Love. I like that. Uh, I like to hear more. Rise Up to Love. What is it about? What? What? Where did you come up with that wonderful oh slogan? I love it. Rise Up to Love. Well, if, so funny story. So I was working. Uh, so I'm a transformational trainer and a coach mm -hmm. uh, now. And um before that was my career, I was doing graphic design and I was going to school and to become a coach and to become a trainer. And the place I was working at fired me. <laughs> and I went from one day I went, oh, my gosh, I don't have stability or I don't have a paycheck. And oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not ready to move into the next field yet. I felt like I was in like a little in-between stage. Mm -hmm. And so I got fired and literally the very next day I woke up and was like, okay, I need to be proactive and I'm going to be at cause <laughs> for my life and not at effect of it. Mm -hmm. So I went to a, a little park by my house and I was like, okay, what do I want to do? And I just started journaling. I, I had, I was with a friend of mine and we were just talking and I'm like, okay, if I can manifest anything, what do I want to do? And I wanted to manifest this coaching business and, you know, become a transformational trainer and travel and, and facilitate trainings. And, you know, again, with the, with the vibrational stuff, like I was learning really about how to step into and live a high vibrational lifestyle and the frequency of where I wanted to be. And I, I literally was like, you know, I really just want to rise above all of this bullshit, mm -hmm. but what do I want to do? Cause I don't want to also bring into the universe what I don't want and mm -hmm. talk about what I don't want. Let's talk about what I actually do want. And I'm, and so the whole, like, I want to like rise above all of that. Like, I want to rise up to the frequency of love you know, and that's really my mission in life or my purpose is to create love and, and kindness everywhere I go. So the rise up to love, as soon as, you know, I said it, you know, me and my friend looked at each other and we were like, oh, that's it. That's and it. so I created the, the, the company and um, the rest, you know, the rest is history. I, I started getting coaching clients, started I became a trainer and, you know, work for a couple of different training companies and have coaching clients and have, you know, a bunch of programs and stuff now all because, you know, that was one of those things where I was like that me getting fired was literally yes. the universe going like kicking me out of the nest and going yes. ready, you know, yes. so it really was like, what do I want to do? Do I want to sit and wallow and like I said, be, be like a victim to life or be at effect or do I want to be the cause and and essentially write my own story and that looked like rising up to the frequency of love <laughs> beautiful i love it i love it because <laughs> universe i always say universe is always communicating with us is always giving us gifts it's just shifting your perspective to see Absolutely. it that yeah. this is a gift and we get caught up in the sort of the reality of life that, you know, like you, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I got fired. But yeah. instead of letting that reality be your reality, it's like, okay, now this is happening for a purpose. 
now what do I want? And let me yeah. go after it. I, yeah. I have this image of you like you're just sleeping there and just suddenly like rising up. <laughs> it, it's and so it true. Like and it came in. All it, of yeah, it is so grounding. I mean, I've, I, I literally, you know, say the phrase, I, you know, I'm, I, I ground myself in that literally every single day. And, you know, funny enough, the place that fired me, uh, I went back to and, you know, started working in a completely different manner for, you know, for the same company. Cause I was like, you know, I like, they did me the biggest favor, but mm -hmm. the day they did it, I couldn't see it. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what it is. And, and I really, you know, just, just having that then and expanding it. So rising up to the frequency of transformation, really being able to understand that like attracts like and what you want to bring into the, the world and what you want to manifest, you get to really, you really get to be the context or vibrate at that frequency in order to call it in, you know, so. Um, what do you say to people that sometimes, um, because I know I get this question. So like when you get to this place is everything that means everything is happy, everything is happening, everything is good. Like, yes, it is good. Uh, my response is yes, it is good, but it's not that everything you see is like, and I don't have a good or bad. Everything is yeah. coming to me for a purpose. So what do you say to people when they ask you similar questions that, uh, you know, well, have you reached that point that everything's good in your life or everything, you know, is happy in your life? What do you say to that? Well, I tell them that I'm human, <laughs> remind them that I'm a human being and stuff happens. Yes. But again, it's really about the mindset shift. So you know, do I have bad moments? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Does, you know, like quote unquote shitty things happen? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't turn a blind eye to what's happening. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. We're still, you know, like dealing with everything as, as a nation or as a community with, with, you know, the real life stuff that's happening. So I don't pretend that that stuff's not happening. And I can, I can distinguish myself and have sad moments, have angry moments, have moments of frustration and disappointment. I have all of those moments, but that doesn't define who I am. Yeah. So I love my life and within loving my life, of course I can be sad. That doesn't make me a sad person. Yes. You know, so I do believe that when you practice that type of, you know, mindset work, it, you shift into it and, and it, you know, it may take some practice and, you know, there's a distinction. I mean, I don't, I don't pretend going around in the world with like, you know, rose colored glasses and, and go, Oh, nope, I don't like that's bad. So I'm going to pretend that doesn't exist. Like actually I want to dive into that because if, if I really, if my purpose in life is to, you know, bring love and kindness to the world, that's super easy to do when I'm meditating on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but my work comes when I'm not on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, it comes in every single day. It's, you know, 
you know, smiling to homeless people. It's, you know, being nice to the lady at the grocery store. It's, you know, pumping gas and, you know, smiling and just, it, it's about the beingness for me. So beingness, I tell people yes. that, you know. It's, if, that's the key. That's the yeah. key. I think people get confused where um, loving your life is a state of being. You, it, love is actually a state of being. It's not a, it's not an action, it's not a doing, it's a state. And within that, then yes, things are coming and going and there are these moments, but the state of where you're at and the view that you have, um, perspective is different. So the, yeah. the moments doesn't define the whole day or the whole right. week or the whole year. Yeah, and it adds character because mm -hmm exactly what you said it doesn't define who you are and you know we've all heard the little mottos and the little bumper stickers and stuff that it's not about what happens it's about how you react to what happens mm -hmm. so those are all really great then they become opportunities to really solidify who you want to be as a human being you know how you treat this person or how you you know if if you're taking actions that are congruent with what you say you want on the planet then that becomes, like you said, a whole state of being, you know, so it, then they become opportunities. So in the moment that I'm frustrated or the moment I hear, you know, sad news and I'm, and I'm sad, I don't judge myself. It's just, mm -hmm. I know that this is what's supposed to happen, you know, because we're, we are human beings. Things are going to happen. We're not in control of anything. <laughs> no, no. And the, I think the more you let go of the control and allow those things and accept them in, also gives you the opportunity to be able to um, sort of have a different experience. Yeah. So when yeah. you are uh, accepting of it, okay, this is this is what's happening in the present moment, and you know I'm aware of you know how right now what's coming up, what I'm getting triggered, or how I'm feeling with this. And I still have a choice in how yeah. I want to experience this moment, um, even within the, the the sadness, because there's a cycles to everything as well. You know, uh, I think the other part that I've seen a lot of people they want to control their emotions, or um, they don't want to be labeled as emotional. And emotions are part of this human existence on yeah. this planet, and. So as long as you see it, you're aware of it, accept it, and also know even within that sadness, even within that ang anger, as you accept it, there's also an experience and how you yeah. choose to experience and cycle yeah. again. And, and, and emotions are, I mean, they're, they're natural. You're not, gonna, mm -hmm. you're not going to ever get away from them. So then it becomes a question of, how can you be in charge of them mm -hmm. or have emotional fortitude and be okay with it? Like, it's okay as long as you're responsible. Like, it's okay to be angry. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be sad, you know? And so that's something also that I love when clients or I love when my students really get that piece because, again, you know, a lot of us grow up where it's like, it's not okay yeah. for boys to cry because that make that that means something different mm -hmm. than if a little girl cries, which is insane on some level. But you know, we that's how we grow yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's not okay to be upset 
at this or you can be upset with it, but only for this amount of time, you know, and all of that stuff is, you know, once you can kind of zoom out and see like who made up these rules and do those rules apply? Why, like, why am I putting these societal <laughs> rules or these societal beliefs on me right now? Like, I don't exactly. have to go with with the flow when it comes to that, you know, or the, whatever the status quo or whatever that is. You know, I can kind of separate myself and look at it from all angles and and trust that, like, I get to do what's good for me. And as long as it's responsible, obviously, you know, I mean, I'm not going to go and, you know, go be angry in the middle of <laughs> Starbucks. That would be uh, weird, you know, but I can, you know, I can, there's nothing wrong with being angry, just like there's nothing wrong with being happy. Yeah. They're the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think once you, again, shift yourself, shift your frequency to rise up to love, to be in that state of being in love, then when you are responsible, you behave responsibly with your emotions and you, um, it, it's different. It's a different feel to it than yeah. when you're unconsciously going into an emotion rather than yeah. consciously the emotions happening now let me experience it see it and feel it yeah um absolutely. i like that um one and other... if you forget don't beat yourself up either because yeah. again we're human so maybe <laughs> i do lose my temper and i realize afterwards oh that wasn't cool don't beat yourself up learn from it but don't sit there and then like you know have the beat up stick and go oh man i really blew that maybe yeah. you did blow it but you're not going to get the moment back. So the only thing you can do is learn from that moment. So you don't do it again. If it doesn't match up with what you say you want to do or be in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I tell my son, I, I, I have a statement I make to him. Uh, it's not failing. It's falling. Yeah. Switch it. Because, um, you know, whenever he thinks he was thinking about failing, it would be so, it felt so permanent to him, like, and it felt so bad. And I said, shift that word, change it to falling, because then when you think about falling, oh, I fell, I can get up, I have choice. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a shift in perspective. When you're on the ground looking up, like, oh, look <laughs> at that, I see this now. I couldn't see it from up there or from the other angle. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you decide to go beat yourself up because you think you failed, you didn't fail. You just fell, yeah. and now you have a different perspective and different view, and you can do things a little bit different. Get up and go at it again. Absolutely. I love that. I love it. So um, tell me with, uh, about your podcast. I'd like the people to know she has her own podcast. She has just started it, everybody. So if you want to, how can they uh, find out more about your podcast? Awesome. Thank you for asking me. I'm super pumped about the, the, the podcast. So it's been months in the making. <laughs> uh, and it launched uh, last week on the 2nd. So 2222 seemed like a great day. Yes. <laughs> uh, the podcast is called Embodying Greatness. And it's, you know, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on Google Podcasts. So you can go to any of those, those, you know, hosts and type in Embodying Greatness. I think you can even just type in Chris Delgado, look for my face. <laughs> uh, and you can find it, you know, so if you if you find it, please subscribe, listen, write a review, do all of that good stuff. I 
I really, you know, again, wanted to bring something out because I, you know, in, in the spirit of bringing things and rising up to the frequency of transformation or rising up to the frequency of love, we get to saturate these, these platforms, you know, it's so easy to look at, at different news channels or different sources Mm -hmm. and see all of the stuff that just, you know, is not good for my mental health, I'll say, Mm -hmm. you know, so I wanted to be able to not just avoid the things that aren't good for, you know, my mental health, but I like, I want to contribute to the state of what is good for people's mental health, Mm -hmm. you know, so that, that, that was really the purpose of it. I want people to be able to listen and, um, another huge reason I brought the podcast out is because I love competition. I am a huge competitor when it comes to sports and to all of those things. I can make a competition out of everything. And the podcast, though, I wanted to be able to to bring out and have people like you have other thought leaders and really co-create something mm-hmm. and show people that when it comes to the work of transformation or when it comes to you know, personal development or self-development, that you don't have to be in competition. There's enough to go around. So instead of competing with people like you, like joining forces and like have your community and my community become a bigger community together. So that was really one of the things I wanted to do with the podcast. I, I just, I, you know, I love the idea of just really creating you know, that, that tipping point, I, we say in, in, you know, in transformation that, you know, I want that ripple effect. I want people to, to go out and go, Hey, this is awesome. And then have a community, have a conversation and go, have you heard of Chris Delgado? Yeah. But did you hear that last week? She had a Tusa on and oh my gosh, I didn't know her before. So now I'm going to go check her out or I'm going to check this person out. So I love that it, building a community. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I think that's the only way, you know, we started out uh, earlier our conversation with the rule book and what societies put on us and that society uh, didn't take overnight. It's been generation after generation. And I think this is an important time in our um, history, in our existence to really start to shift and the more people that we get to shift and change their frequency and change their view and live a better life live a more fulfilled life i think you know one person shifting shifts 10 other people and that's the way we're gonna go that's the only way we're gonna change the society so please come and join (laughs) us yes i agree you you know i personal development, self-development, all of these things, transformation, you know, all of these modalities, you know, there are seven and a half billion people on the planet. So, you know, everyone really, you know, all of the thought leaders, all of the coaches, all of the trainers, all of these people that, you know, how I say something and how I land something is, you know, going to be different. And people who are meant to hear my voice or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, take my medicine, as I like to say, will be drawn to me mm-hmm. and that doesn't have anything to do with taking away people that are drawn to you no, you know or no. drawn to this person or drawn to that person like we all have there's enough you know so to really create that true like abundant context 
I think that this is something that that I would love to see more people step into. You know, I think that that's really how we're going to, you know, like you said, shift into an abundant context as, you know, as a planet. As stop, a planet. Stop like just worrying about me and I'm going to get mine. Like I'm going to get mine because there's seven and a half billion people on the planet. There's so enough people to go who around. Want me to coach them will will reach out to me. And yeah. the people who are like, mm, I'm not vibing with her, will go vibe with someone else. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, Chris. Everybody, uh, I put her link to her website, the podcast, yes. her face. She has a Facebook group too. Please check that out. Join her. And she's yes, on yes. Instagram. Um, so yep. thank you again, Chris. Everybody rise up to love. Thank you. <laughs> thank Have you so much. Day. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye, everyone.